back by popular demand. The DH pod is back. Uh, this was not something that we planned on getting back into so quickly, but um, this is this is from the fans. The fans wanted us to be back, and John, it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. We heard from you all, and guess who's Bizak? We're back. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be a fun, fun, fun pod here for you guys. Um, it's Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl Sunday's, you know, right around the corner here. Um, so we want to give you our, our picks, our thoughts. Obviously, we're going to talk food. Uh, John, what are we getting into to start here? We always getting into food. You know I love me some food, as you could tell. Uh, let's get into Super Bowl foods underrated. That's where we're going to start. Uh, you want to hit me with – you want me to hit you with mine? Yeah, let's go. Let's get started okay. right here. Underrated, number one, pigs in a blanket. Yep. Pigs in a blanket are just elite for the Super Bowl. And I don't know why they're not offered more often throughout the year than just the Super Bowl. It, mm-hmm. it should be a staple all year. Pigs in a blanket, no mess, and you're not shoving an entire glizzy down your throat <laughs> and embarrassing yourself. It's just pause. a quick, quick pig in a blanket. That's it. Pause is right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to agree with you. Um, pigs in a blanket, very, very underrated. They're just something that, you know, we've been kind of putting our own spin on it, put a little honey Dijon, a little everything bagel seasoning. I mean, you can really, really elevate these pigs in a blanket nowadays. Good snack, very eatable, very snackable. You can grab and go. Um, you can eat a million of them. No one's going to judge you. So yep. I think I think that's a good one. Uh, what else you got on your list, John? Okay. So I talked about this earlier on the pod, but underrated potato skins. The reason why I say the potato skin is because if it's, if let's think about a homemade potato skin, you can, you can put the amount of bacon on there. You can put the amount of cheese on there, amount of sour cream that you want. It's not coming out the back, you know, microwaved in the back of a restaurant. You have the, the, the power to add whatever you want on there and however much you want. So that's why so, I say it's fun. Yeah. I, I'll give you that. Um, you have a little bit more control over the final product, right? Yeah. You know, that's, that's important when it comes to potato skin, you can get that premium bacon that you want to get that nice thick cut bacon yep. fried up to your liking, get it over the top. You can get as well done or soft of a potato as you want. Um, again, put all the garnish, put all the toppings on it. So I, I, I'm not a huge pink or excuse me, potato skinning guy when it comes to restaurants, but you do have the control at home. Do I think it's underrated? I don't, but I'll give respect where, where respect is due here. Perfect. All right. Hit us with them. So for me on the underrated side, we did share that pigs in the blanket again. It's, it, it's, it's incredible. It really is for everything that we talked about. Um, I'm going to go to one that it's a staple. Um, you're always going to see it, but sometimes it just, it, again, it doesn't get its credit. Buffalo chicken dip, Buffalo chicken dip continues to be underrated. Um, just because there is some variability to it, right? There's a right way to make it. There's a wrong way to make it. Get that cube chicken, get that Tyson, any chicken, that rubber microwavable chicken, get it out. Put that thing in a crock pot, boil it up, shred it. It needs to be shredded chicken. And you have all day. You have all day. Don't don't try and cut corners. Exactly. There's no reason the game doesn't start until 6.30, 7 o'clock with the 
with all the national anthem, the ads, the commercials, this, that. The game probably won't start until fucking 10 p.m., right? Yeah. Take the time. Get ready in the morning. Do what you got to do. Have a nice cocktail while you're doing it, right? And get that chicken right. Buffalo chicken dip. Just a, a, a tale as old as time. Yeah, I, I no opposing for me on that one. I, I like it. I like it's just it. A, it's, a, it's a staple that, again, I think people kind of like the uh, the great LeBron James, people are taking it for granted. People are taking it for granted. Shout out to LeBron, scoring king. Um, let's move over to the the overrated side, John, because we did share that pigs in the blanket. What do you got for overrated on the Super Bowl spread? My number one overrated food for the Super Bowl is a cheese board. If you hit me with a charcuterie board, I'm pissed. I want nothing to do with cold cheese and yep. just shitty crackers for for the Super Bowl. Get me the chips, get me everything else. I don't want cheese and crackers. I don't. I don't. So just that's overrated to me. Bougie. Yeah, on Super Bowl Sunday, it's it's not the right play. No. Nope. Um, you know, we're looking for something that's gonna fit a blue collar crowd and that ain't cutting it, right? No. We need something that's gonna be uh very eatable, very ease of access, right? Just pour some Doritos in a bowl. That's going to be our appetizer for the day. We don't need crackers and cheese and grapes and shit. We don't need it. No. We don't need it. Nope. Um, so it's just read the room. Yeah. Read the room. Read the demographic. It's just not something that you want. Yeah. My, my second overrated, second overrated. And if you make these, I am turning around and leaving. <laughs> Deviled eggs. I don't oh, want deviled geez. eggs for the Super Bowl. The Gross. whole house smells like shit. I'm probably going to be shitting everywhere. I don't want deviled eggs for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't That's need fair. them. Yeah. It's just it's just the plate. You just don't need them there. I'll tell you what. You're not going to get any arguments from me on the deviled eggs. It, it's, just, it's just another example of not being able to read the room. Like, you have to understand who is there. Like, listen. If you're gonna make deviled eggs, if if you're the uh, the wife, the girlfriend, whoever you are, and you want to make deviled eggs for your girls, like that's you know, don't don't publicize them, don't put them out with the regular spread, put them in the side. They're just they just really don't belong at the end of the day. Deviled eggs, uh, out. out, exit stage left. Yeah, I got I got so one more for you. I might catch some heat for it, but hear me Let's out. Hear Overrated salsa. So. Yeah, yeah, they're coming after you. Always, salsa is always left over and you're dumping it out. There's no reason why we would make any other dip for chips if if we, if we everybody likes salsa. You wouldn't make artichoke and spinach. You wouldn't make seven layer. You wouldn't make buff chick. Salsa, no good. No good. It's just not All good. Right, I'm going to do this because I think it needs to be done. Salsa is great. Salsa is great. This is not an indictment on salsa. You may not be a salsa guy, but universally salsa is fantastic. So I want to give salsa its flowers. However, it's probably the most cop-out dip in in dip history. It's one of those, oh, I forgot to do this, or oh, shoot, let me just throw some salsa out and call it a day. It, it just It's just not something that has a lot of substance. Um... And like, 
it's all store bought. It doesn't matter oh, yeah. if you I spend don't need some, I don't need something dollars in from a can or five dollars. No. It's going to be the same product. It's going to be the same product. So, I, listen, I love salsa. I, listen, put it out. I don't mind it. I may have three to six chips, but that's where I draw the line because I can't fill up on salsa. There's other items there that that I want. It's yeah. overrated. Yeah, no With issues. Dips and no stuff. issues. Um, for me and my overrated list, I'm going to catch some heat, but I, I don't really care. Um, number one for me, I'm going to go meatballs. And, you know, listen, there's a lot of people who do them well, and you can do different flavors. You can do a Swedish. You can do a spicy. You can do a sweet meatball, whatever. That's great. The fact of the matter is that meatballs are always going to be the low man on the totem pole. They just are. When you put that spread out, when the spread goes out and you see the sliders and you see the pizza and you see the chicken wings and you see the dip and you see all of those things, meatballs are, they're, they're a second thought. They really I mean, are. You're not going to house meatballs over in the corner like you're going to house, like you're going to house wings, but you're going to get a couple though. You're going to get Yeah, but what's the difference? What's the difference between salsa and meatballs? They're just there. Oh no, salsa's trash. Salsa's brutal. <laughs> salsa is, and once once it's in the bowl, you're chucking it. You're not saving that salsa. Sorry. At least you could. At least meatballs have the potential to be saved. Yeah. So so this this overrated is, I, you know, I'm just ready for the onslaught, and and it's okay. Um, I'm showing my Florida colors here, but chili overrated. Oh. Um, now now for Super Bowl spreads. Okay, I'm a chili guy. I love chili, right? When you know the weather's right, nothing better than a bowl of chili, right? But for the Super Bowl, right? And I'm gonna paint a scenario. Maybe I just have PTSD, but third quarter, you're got a nice hearty bowl of chili sitting next to an Eagles fan. They jump up after a big play, and you got hot steaming fucking chili all over you. Get, it, get rid of it. You shouldn't have it in the first place. I think you had a little PTSD. You were sitting on a shitter somewhere during a game. You missed a big play. It's because of those beans and that chili. It could, I mean, it definitely could be. Definitely could be. I just, you know, I, I don't think there's a place for it on Super Bowl Sunday. Now, again, depending on where you are, we can let it slide. That's fine. If, if you're... Uh, you know, in Buffalo and it's freezing, right? If you're up in Green Bay in Wisconsin and it's freezing, you want some chili, go for it. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bat an eye, but down here in sunny South Florida, uh, the chili is gonna be a no go. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So, so uh, John, you had something interesting that I want to add here. Um, because Super Bowl Sunday happens so infrequently, you want to get some variation, right? Yep. So, if there was an item, food item that you would add to Super Bowl Sunday that isn't really the norm, what would it be? The floor is yours. Hear me out. There's nothing more American than barbecue food. I'm talking ribs. I'm talking mac and cheese. I'm talking fried chicken. Why is that not on the menu for the Super Bowl? We're talking about American football. It goes hand in hand. I want some ribs, mac and cheese, and fried chicken during the Super Bowl. I think, I think I might want that more than pizza on the Super Bowl, because it goes well with the wings too. It's yeah, it goes but perfectly at with what it. point? 
at what point do you just get too full and you just oh. like because that that is that's that's everything yeah too, too, have full, no too full for anything else too full for what you're sitting on the couch the whole day you drop drop that's a little turd nugget in there and you just that's about it <laughs> i mean maybe maybe it's because it's cold like up here and people don't want to go out in the smoker or whatever and, and you know smoke some some meats but i mean like Arby's, you know, we have the meats and pause. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think there's a rule of thumb here. If you're going to go with barbecue, bring a plunger. All right. Like oh, you have to, wherever, wherever you're going, you need to bring a spare plunger because you're, you know, I'm taking the over on the, uh, the toilet being clogged. Yeah, yeah, and I, if you hit me with a one ply, I'll leave it too. I need three ply. I'll put a three ply in the in the car on the way there. <laughs> I'm just saying, barbecue should be added. That's, that's I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's, now it's a murder. Now, now let me ask you this. Now, when are we talking like brisket in there? Are we talking cornbread in there? Pulled pork? Like, are we getting the full fixings here, John? All the fixings. The only thing that you can leave at home is the cornbread with jalapenos. Bring the regular yeah, OG go. cornbread. Okay. There you go with these okay. jalapenos in the cornbread. Okay. Okay. Yep. Brisket for sure. Oof. Okay. All right. For me, again, a little bit of an unconventional item, but I think it's an item that has versatility. Um, it's a little bit of legwork. It's a little bit of legwork. You're gonna have to work, but um, if done right, I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of benefits to this. I'm gonna go tacos. We're going south of the border. Little taco bar for Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, Super Bowl's in Arizona. We're not too far from the border. You telling you telling me they're not eating tacos down there in Arizona? <laughs> they're definitely eating tacos. They're they're climbing across you know the ledge, making some tacos. I know they. Are. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. I just I just think you know, with the versatility of a taco, you can go chicken, you can go beef, you can go steak or a little veggie action if you really want to. Um, so you have the versatility of the taco. And if you have folks who are, you know, picky, we'll just call them what they are, and they don't they don't know what they want to do, everyone will eat a fucking taco. And if you, yeah. and if you can't go home. Yeah. yeah. And, and the one good thing about that is you're going to have all those ingredients there. You're going to have lettuce. You're going to have cheese. You're going to have, you know, ground beef probably because of the chili, yeah, your favorite. Onion on there, you have everything. Yeah. Sour cream. All you need to get you is a home. couple tortillas. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, some Tostito scoops. Tostito scoops. Yep. Shout out to Tostitos. The multi grains are better than the OGs. I'm just telling you this right now. But we won't dive into that. that. I, don't, I don't hate that play. Um, great segment, John. Great segment. On to the next. Right. Let's get it. Let's get our Super Bowl picks going. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun Super Bowl. Um, so essentially, it wouldn't be Super Bowl Sunday without us giving you our Super Bowl picks. Um, John, why don't you kick us off and let us know where you're leaning for Super Bowl Sunday? This was a, a tough one for me, um, especially being a Giants fan in the Philly area. I mean, everywhere I go. Go birds, go birds. Hey, how about them birds? I'm checking out the grocery store. Go birds, huh? And I'm like, shut up. Shut up. So I'm going to lean Eagles money line. 
Um, I hate betting against the better QB, which obviously is Patrick Mahomes, and the Very better true. coach, and the better coach, yeah. Andy mm-hmm. Reid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I just think everything has kind of lined up for the Eagles to win. That They've had an easy schedule. They've had um, all the breaks all year long. You know, they played a 49ers mm-hmm. team with a four-string QB. They've had every single easy road. And I just think it's just a gut feeling for me right now. Being in Philly, I think that's just the icing on the cake, just them winning. Um, just to kick me while I'm down. So I'm going to go Eagles money line here. Um, I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> I am all in on the Kansas City Chiefs. Hail to the Chiefs. I, I, I think part of it is what you mentioned, right? And I'll, and I'll get there in a second. But let's talk about the Eagles. Let's talk about the Eagles for a second. Eagles had a great season. Um, you know, they had an easy schedule, but they dominated that easy schedule. Okay. They had a bunch of big breaks throughout the season. Um, you know, they only played Dak Prescott once. Um, the best quarterbacks that they played this season, Dak Prescott, like I said one time, Kirk Cousins, who they played in prime time, and Kirk Cousins in prime time is is the sky blue, like he's gonna shit down his leg. Yep. Um, and Aaron Rodgers on arguably his worst season as a professional quarterback. So haven't faced a quarterback with the caliber of a Patrick Mahomes. That's number one. Number two is, and this is really the main point. I would feel foolish. I'd feel, I'd feel dumb if I were to put a sizable wager on the Philadelphia Eagles knowing that Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid are on the other side and they're going to do what they do. Um, so for me, it's Kansas City. I'm all in on uh, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. If you look at the top three players in the game, two of them play for the Chiefs. They have the coaching matchup. They have the experience. And uh, I do think that the Chiefs faithful will travel very well to Arizona and get the job done. And a little bit of a hot take here. Don't think it's going to be a close game. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I'm on the Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs with the points. I'm on the Chiefs with money line. I like the Chiefs to win by two scores. Go Chiefs. Wow. You're, you're, you're a big Jackson Mahomes fan, aren't you? Big Jackson Mahomes guy. That guy sucks. That guy fucking sucks. Big Jackson Mahomes guy. Okay, so let's let's transition this to our last little portion here. Our prop lock. Love it. So prop out there that you've you've seen. You know, obviously we'll give and take. You know, a little bit of sway here, depending on your your betting uh, preference of apps. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's let's hear what your prop lock. Of Super Bowl is. Yeah, my prop lock, and it, I have a little bit of explanation behind it. It's a little bit feel. It's a little bit stats and data behind it, uh, game flow. I love Mahomes over his attempts. Uh, depending on the sports book, maybe 38, maybe 39, maybe you get it somewhere in the middle. Uh, either way, I think it's I think it's safe to go the over. Um, in 13 playoff games, Patrick Mahomes, 496 attempts, averages out to 38.1 attempts per game. Okay, um, In the last two Super Bowls, he's over that 38 mark. Uh, again, if it's 39, it's fine. He threw 42 um, in the Super Bowl that they won against San Fran. He threw the ball 49 times against the Bucks. Again, they were down big. They had to throw the ball. 
I think really what it comes down to is Andy Reid is going to go down swinging, and he's going to go down with this guy. He's going to put the ball in Mahomes' hand, and push comes to shove. He's going to throw it. Even on those RPOs, run pass options, he's going to pull it, and he's going to throw it. I think you're very, very safe. I see him at the 43 number, like Mahomes, over 38 or 39 pass attempts. Book it. I like that. I like that a lot. And I'm going to kind of um, parlay off that a little bit. And I'm going to go Travis Kelsey over five and a half receptions. Mm. Uh, I mean, they're going to feed him the ball. If Patrick Mahomes is throwing that much, Kelsey's going to get the ball. And uh, I think the Eagles pass rush rush is going to get to Mahomes a little bit. And he's going to have to find a quick option. And there's no better option than Travis Kelsey right there. Um, so, I mean, I just think that's, that's a no brainer right there. Travis Kelsey over five and a half receptions prop lock. Yeah. I think he can get that in the first half. Yeah. I I think Kelsey's going to get at least 12 targets. Um, it's just what he does in the big games, biggest stages. It's what he does. Yeah. I'm probably still taking that at seven and a half too, to be honest. If If it swings up to seven and a half, I'm probably still taking that. Yeah, I think his stats are going to be eight to nine receptions. He's probably going to be in that 85 to 95 receiving yards. Um, He has a nose for the end zone, so I wouldn't be surprised if he scores as well. Um, I love that. I love that, John. I think that's a great pot. Um, Great pot, John. Great pot. Feels good to be back. It's great to be back. I can't wait to keep going. You know, tell us, tell us what you think and, Give us some input, and we love to hear from you all. So hit us up on Twitter, the DH Pod, and um, looking forward to continuing to record. Yeah, you know what to do: like, comment, subscribe, everything. We want to hear it. We'll put some polls up on Twitter again at the DH Pod. We are back and better than ever. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.